This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is... Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal Transfer Show. Joining you every morning at 8am UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Thank you so much as always for making this a part of your morning routines. It's very much appreciated. I hope that you've had a good week. I hope that the weekend is treating you well already and that you've got plenty planned to relax and enjoy what is an Arsenal-less Saturday and Sunday with us taking part, of course, in our game away at Crystal Palace on Monday night. So we get to sit back, relax, enjoy what the Premier League has got in store for us this weekend. Uh, It kicked off last night with Nottingham Forest beating uh, Sheffield United. Matt Turner pulling off another decent performance, another fair few saves from him. Will Nuno Tavares end up at Forest, I guess, We'll have to wait and see. Uh, but we've got plenty of action uh, going on in the Premier League uh, today. No early kickoff, uh, three o'clock kickoffs today. Fulham uh, take on Brentford, Liverpool take on Bournemouth, Wolves taking on Brighton Hove Albion. And then at 5 30, obviously the, the more interesting game of the day uh, Tottenham against Manchester United. And then at eight o'clock tonight, we got Manchester City against Newcastle. So some very intriguing games. Uh, we'll be talking about kind of what happens in those in tomorrow morning's show and break down our thoughts on what happened in those games, of course. But for today, we're going to keep it Arsenal, of course. Uh, good morning to those joining us live in the chat box. Carlton, Kaiser, Derek, Carl, Cliff. Uh, good morning, guys. Stephen, Temi, Morgie, Martin, uh, Sweaty Merlot, John, other John, uh, Peter John. <laughs> Lots of Johns this morning. Tony, Martin, Peter, uh, Marcus, Stevie, Guna Jake. Matt G, Paul Rich, and all of the usual suspects and unusual suspects as well. Joining us, it is very much appreciated. Uh, let's make sure that we drop a like on the video and subscribe if we are new. And uh, without further ado, let's crack on with today's story, shall we? Uh, do go back and watch, if you haven't done so already, our preview show for Arsenal's game against Crystal Palace. That is up on the channel. It's the last live upload on the channel, so I would certainly give you 
the directions towards that. Uh, if you're listening on Catch Up on uh, YouTube, there'll be a little prompt in the top right corner of your screen. But uh, make sure you go and watch it if you want to get any insight into our thoughts. I was joined by three fantastic members, Dan, Marcus and Garrett, all joined me to have a chat about that game. We talked about the absence of Wilfred Zaha, uh, Elise snubbing Chelsea, uh, Urian Timbers missing impact and lots more as well. So uh, make sure that you are indeed tuning in if you haven't done so already. Now, yesterday it did see uh, Arsenal's under-21s take on Leicester City in the PL2 and Ethan Nwanieri bagged himself a hat-trick in a 4-1 victory. Uh, very impressive performance from the young star who Arsenal, of course, as we know now, have managed to agree to sign to a professional contract, which means he'll be staying with Arsenal for the foreseeable future, which is great news. Will he get opportunities in cup competitions? I guess we'll have to wait and see. Um, but it's fantastic to see him thriving at the youth level and scoring three goals and being very important. Who knows? Will he get a chance this season? I hope that he does. I really hope that in those Carabao Cup games, maybe the early FA Cup games, who knows? Maybe even a, a meaningless Champions League group stage game if we've already secured ourselves progression through to the knockout rounds. Could Ethan Nwaneri be involved? I really hope that he is because what a talent this kid is turning out to be. Arsenal launched their new third kit uh, in some of the best promotional videos I've seen uh, for uh, for kits. I did love the, um, the, the retro style promotion video. Uh, Kai Havertz in the sunglasses, uh, Urian Timber in the turtleneck. Absolutely fantastic. Um, really loved the video. And then there was a really lovely... Um, a uh, kind of funny piece with Saliba and Martin Odegaard doing some uh, photography and modelling. Um, so, yeah, if only I had the jawline of, of Martin Odegaard, I'm sure could have featured at some point, you know. But, uh, yeah, brilliant stuff from the media team putting together what is an absolutely fantastic promotion of uh, the new third kit, which I purchased. Um, and uh, Bakai Saka will adorn the back of mine this season. I've not had a Bakai Saka shirt in the years that he's been progressing through. So I thought now is the time, you know, now is the time to uh, to honour Arsenal's best um best thing whoa john john coming in with the hard not only does tom wish he had the jawline he wishes he had the waistline too wow john goodness me chose violence when he woke up this morning uh mavra panos is wanted by west ham united um they of course will not be getting harry Maguire. And they instead are moving for uh, Dinos Mavropanos, of course, formerly of Arsenal. The reason why this is relevant still to us is that Arsenal do have a sell-on clause involved in that deal that we sold him to Stuttgart for. It's understood to be, uh, I think, just over, my understanding is, 10% uh, of whatever fee West Ham United uh, end up paying. So if they pay £20 million for Mavropanos, Arsenal will get £2 million quid of it. So or just over that. So... Fingers crossed West Ham pay as much as feasibly possible to get the Greek international defender out of the Bundesliga and back into the Premier League. Um, interesting story dropping uh, via Sky Sports yesterday. Dame Sheth of Sky Sports reporting the story that Chelsea are interested in signing Follerin Balogun. Yes, we talked yesterday about Tottenham supposedly inquiring about Balogun. Apparently now Chelsea have inquired about the American international as well. I don't know how I feel about this any differently to the Spurs story we talked about yesterday. I hate both clubs significantly so. And if they were to buy him, surely Arsenal would be looking to up that price tag if it is to see Balogun move to one of our rivals. Um, and, you know, I'd be expecting Chelsea to pay at least £50 million to get hold of Fuller and Balogun from us this summer. Um, they are looking to try and bring in a forward. We know this. Um 
but still at the same time, Richard Pochettino saying that, uh, you know, they're leaning on Armando Breuer still as well to be a potential striker target uh, of theirs and an option for them this season. So I guess Chelsea aren't done. They put another bid in, I think, for a goalkeeper, a young goalkeeper yesterday, another 10 million plus bid. Just keep spending to Chelsea. Um, so let's see uh, what ends up happening in the end with them. Uh, Benjamin Pavard looking at incomings or potential incomings. Benjamin Pavard, it doesn't look like will be joining Arsenal this summer. Uh, he's decided to stay with Bayern Munich. The reports are coming out of Germany. He was in discussions as well with Inter Milan over a potential deal too. And he was dropped to the bench for yesterday's uh, win over Werder Bremen in which uh, Harry Kane uh, got his first Bayern Munich uh, Bundesliga goal um, in their 4-0 win, uh, sorry, over um, over Werder Bremen. Uh, he scored in the 74th minute. He set up Leroy Sané's goal with a brilliant little flick. It's just great to see Harry Kane doing this outside of Spurs. You know, I just, you know, I can appreciate a good footballer. I can't when they're a Spurs player. So uh, as an England fan uh, going into another European championship, obviously England are hoping that Harry Kane is going to be on good form and uh, away as, as, as long as he's far away from Spurs, that's, to be honest, all that I care about. But yeah, Benjamin Pavard's going back to Bayern and Arsenal's transfers. He's decided to stay, it seems, uh, or Bayern just aren't selling. And lastly, Ivan Fresneda. Uh, Fabrizio Romano reporting yesterday that there is an expectation that Fresneda will indeed leave the club and that a number of sides are still following his profile. We know that Arsenal... Uh, were very interested last January and I've certainly reported that that interest has persisted through to the summer but they've not so far acted upon it. Uh, Romano did, did say that Chelsea uh, don't have an interest or haven't had talks at this stage and so there's no chance to move for Fresneda um, but there are several clubs that are keen on the player and as I said before we know that Arsenal have had quite um, you know quite a long uh, standing interest in the player and with Yuri and Timber out will it be Fresneda they move for potentially I like the player we've done a tactical breakdown on him if you want to go and watch that tactical breakdown you very much can do so yeah check it out uh, but that is all of today's stories uh, other than the fact that I should encourage you to go and watch our live show we uploaded that late last night 9 p.m UK time that dropped uh, it is available for you to catch up and watch the show uh, we talked about the Nottingham Forest win we talked about the Community Shield we talked about our rivals we played a game called uh, Old Tweets in which you had to kind of guess which of the tweets, the old tweets, belonged to any of us on the stage. It was a lot of fun. Did some questions as well in Q&A. Um, so if you haven't yet checked back and watched back our live show and our live event, do it. You know, if you were thinking of coming but couldn't, uh, that's what you missed out on. And I will hope to do more in the future as well. Uh, right. Let's go to part two and your questions right after this. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
Right then, uh, let's jump into the chat box and uh, tackle as many of these as we feasibly can. Uh, let's go to Ahmed, who says, I'd only sell following Balogun to Chelsea for 70 million if it meant that we could go and get either Kolo Moani or Ozymen. Well, Ozymen's not happening. He's not leaving this summer. Um, and Napoli wants something like 150-odd million quid to, to let go of, of Victor Ozymen. So that isn't going to be happening, um, even if you were to sell Balogun for around £70 million. Uh, Lenny says, Arsenal are demanding £50 million for Balogun, a player they don't want, but are fussy about who we sell him to. There's probably six teams that can afford that with four of those in the Premier League. I think you actually downplay, Lenny, how many clubs might be able to afford that price tag this summer. There's actually more than you think, especially in the Premier League. The amount of money that Premier League clubs have got this moment in time is far more than people, I think, understand. I mean, Fulham, for instance, are getting £46 million uh, for uh, Alexander Mitrovic from Saudi. So, yeah, a lot more teams can afford that £50 million price tag, but that doesn't mean they're going to be willing to pay that price tag because they may not be valuing uh, Balogun at that fee. Uh, Good Jake says, Tom, if we get Fresneda, does that mean Brook Norton Cuffey will probably be sold? It probably does mean the end of Brook Norton Cuffey's pathway into the Arsenal eleven. As I have tried to tell people before, I think that you know the Arsenal fan base has hyped Norton Cuffey up somewhat. And I know I'm certainly a part guilty of that in the past as well, but watching him over the past season, what we saw was that Brook Norton Cuffey was still very raw. Uh, he still needs to develop the finer parts of his game, his crossing, his final ball, final decision-making. Does need to improve. Uh, his on-the-ball ability as well can still get better. His timing of his decisions can get better, and that's because he's still a young player. Um, but he is rated. He is appreciated by the club. But you'd have to think if we bring in a player like Fresneda, I don't really see where the pathway lies anymore for someone like Brook Norton Cuffey. Uh, Lucas says, who should play at striker against Palace? Holding or somebody else? <laughs> uh, I think the obvious answer is still Eddie Nketiah for me. You can go back and watch our preview show, as I said, that we recorded yesterday. Um, but also, I think when he scored a goal like he did you know, against Nottingham Forest, why not allow that momentum to continue? If he scores again against Palace, you're in great stead, you know, with a striker that's got two in two. You know, that is what you want from your number nine is just that continual momentum of goal scoring form. We want to be in a position that when Gabriel Jesus returns, he's not going straight back into the team. And if he's not going straight back into the team, it's because the player that's playing ahead of him is deserved to be there. So I think that Eddie Nketiah should absolutely start. Um, John says, Tom, are you going to be releasing the live show as an audio podcast? I'm hoping to. I couldn't uh, get the audio extracted in time, but uh, we're hoping to release it as an audio form as well, hopefully at some point today. Um, Maya says, where is Pepe? No idea. Still in talks about Besiktas, still in talks with Arsenal trying to cancel that contract. Doesn't seem to be moving swiftly, but we may get something drop out of nowhere um, to tell us that that indeed has happened. But uh, there is an expectation that Pepe will leave permanently before the window closes. Uh, Vivian says, if Balogun went to Chelsea, would he be the first choice? If not, why would he go there? Well, I mean, what are the striker options that they've got at Chelsea? You've got Nicholas Jackson, of course. Um, you've got uh, Armando Broya as well at the moment. And Nkunku, who is currently injured. So he's also going to struggle, I think, for regular game time up top. But you never know. Could earn himself a place in that team, playing regularly. And uh, it might convince him. But you have to question, you know, it's, it's the same level of competition I see at Chelsea as I do at Arsenal. So I don't see if that move really makes sense. For him, 
Um, let's go to William Salibak says, Hey Tom, how's it going? Keep up the good work and bring in a timber replacement. Yeah, I really hope that we do, mate. Uh, Jonah says, Morning Tom, Sweden versus Australia in about an hour. Predictions for our uh, our Gunnaroos um, and uh, go Sweden as well. Um, I'm going to go Australia. I, th- I think Australia will edged that one um sam continue as, as much as i'm not her biggest fan you know for all the things she's done to arsenal over the last few years um you know has scored the goal of the tournament arguably and uh yeah i think that just just she makes the difference in those types of games so i'm going to go australia but uh, for you, Jonas, I hope that Sweden pick up the win as well uh, darren says who suits arteta system better fresneda or Simakan? Oh, Simican is more of the refined, accomplished player. And if you were going to bring in a player, Simican is, is obviously a lot better. Uh, Fresneda is still, you know, raw in certain elements of his game. So Simican does make the most sense of the two and his versatility to play right back and centre back as well. Uh, Pedro says, how annoyed would you be as a Newcastle away fan with an 8pm kickoff? I would be, what I would say is that the Manchester to Newcastle, I mean, I mean, let's let's check out the distance uh, from Manchester to Newcastle. How long does it take to travel? An hour? A couple of hours, maybe? Maybe I'm underestimating it. Maybe it's three. Uh, Manchester, let's have a quick check, to Newcastle. Let's see how long it takes. Um, it takes two and a half hours to get from Newcastle to Manchester. Um And that's depending on traffic, of course, as well. Um, train-wise, don't know. Don't know what the train uh, is like. I imagine it's shorter, but I might be utterly wrong. Um, but yeah, it's always, I think, a bit unfair when you see Newcastle giving an away game at 8pm, uh, especially on a Saturday as well. But I suppose Saturday, the trans- transport systems are, are decent, but not as good as they are in midweek. So yeah, tr- tricky one. And uh, I guess they would be quite annoyed. Uh, D says, do we really need a fullback? I am more drawn the idea of Kudus or Fatty. Yeah, absolutely, D. Last season... Goals weren't a problem. Goals are the reason we were in the title race. The reason why we fell out of the title race was because we didn't have enough depth in defence. So, yes, we absolutely need to bring a defender more than we need to bring in um, uh, a forward player. The the defence is absolutely the priority between now and the end of the window. Um, Esmond says, why do people make fun of holding? Every time he plays, he does good. Uh, If the team plays bad, people attack him even if he plays well. Did not Saliba, um, Magalhaes, Partey, Ramsdale and Saka cost the league with their mistakes as well? They did make mistakes. Don't get that wrong, you know, but holdings level is just not the same. And I think there's a level of making fun, which does cross a line, maybe at points, especially if it turns into abuse. But what I think is not an unfair assessment is that the level between holding and Saliba is obviously significant. And what you do with Saliba on the field is not the same as what you do when you've got holding on the field there. And and we just recognize that there is a difference. And whilst those players, as you rightly point out, yes, did make mistakes, you just simply don't have as good of a player in that position. Um, it's, as, it's as simple as that, really. Uh, Musa says, how are people doing with the ballot system? I've got nothing so far. I'm not surprised that a lot of people don't have nothing because the chances of you actually getting a ticket, you know, <laughs> are incredibly small. You know, you're looking at like, if you're a red member, a 2% chance of getting a ticket. If you're a silver member, a, a bit more. Um, the likelihood is that you're probably not going to get a ticket um it's just the reality of the situation sadly because there is more members far 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 more members than there are seats available it's just the reality of the situation sadly so whilst it's a system that is helping to tackle touting don't be annoyed at the system 
you want to be annoyed at anyone, you should be annoyed at the touts which have caused Arsenal to have to take this action to go into this. And, you know, sadly, there's a lot of fans out there that are annoyed at the ballot system that used touts to get tickets at times, um, either legitimately in the sense that they got a genuine ticket or they were cheated out of money because they went through the illeg- illegitimate unofficial routes to get tickets. So this system is in place because people bought tickets off the touts. Um, and sadly, that is the price that we are having to pay now for those touts existing and being as successful as they were. So um, that's that's the problem, um, sadly, at the moment with the ballot system is that there are more seats than there are... Uh, sorry, there are less seats than there are people that want tickets. If someone could tell me what um, the, the, you know, the the system is like the what's wrong with it in people's views so i see matt says the new ballot system is unfit for purpose if you can tell me why you know what is a what is it about it that makes it unfit for purpose um what is the problem with it the old system of picking seats and sitting around waiting in a queue for three odd hours you know that's not okay it's not okay because it stopped people that have certain jobs like teachers or healthcare workers who can't afford on a certain day to sit around for three hours and wait in a, in a queue to get tickets. The old system didn't work and it wasn't fair to everybody. At least what this system does is that it's random, you know, and it gives everyone a fair and equal chance of getting a ticket on that ballot. What I have seen that some people have claimed is that the actual buying of tickets is not recognised by some people's banks. And I've seen Con, uh, Connor... Marble Halls talk about that on social media and say that his bank doesn't actually recognize the system. So if that's the case, that obviously needs to be fixed, which is a fair criticism. But I, I don't know what people expect the, the, you know, to, to make the ballot system any better. It's a fair system in the sense that you have an equal and even chance of everybody that goes in for a ticket. And I think that's the way that it should be. But the reality is that ultimately it's you have got a very small chance to get a ticket because the demand for tickets is just so incredibly high that is where we are at with it um odin says tom if you wanted to sell a player at their best price surely you would put him on a show uh, and how good he is would you play balogun to see if he fits or shows how good he is still untested in the premier league uh, he's apparently been injured he has been training recently though would i use him to kind of put him in the shop window no because we're getting bids for him at the moment we don't need to use him at this point in time and is scoring goals havertz has been decent for us um and there's not really space for Balogun right now. Um, the attitude is also a problem. You know, we talked about the comments that he made in the US that weren't particularly great, whereas you have Eddie Nketiah that is so... His attitude is, like, brilliant, and Arteta raves about uh, his, his kind of mindset in it. So, yeah, I think that all counts towards it. Um, we did have Damien join up as a brand-new member. Damien Hills, thank you so much for supporting the channel. Very much appreciate your support of the channel. It means a lot. Uh, Chris, who has been a member for six, 36 months, three years of being a member, Chris, thank you. Uh, it says, do you think with five subs and long ball accuracy, we could see Raya coming on late in games when we're being pinned back? I don't think so. I think that would be pretty extreme in terms of a, a substitution for a tactical reason like distribution. I love the idea of it, but uh, yeah, very, 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 very good. Um, Jean says, except for last season, our home fans have been a disgrace. I'm all for switching it up. Maybe ban any person who goes on or, or has gone on air TV. I mean, that's ridiculous, Jean. Um, <laughs> why? <laughs> why would you do that? Um, but firstly, home fans being a disgrace, just 
off before last season. I'm assuming you didn't go to the or witness the atmosphere at the stadium before last season in the year that in 22-3, no, 1-2, 21-22, fans were brilliant as Arsenal went towards trying to qualify for the Champions League. You know, did you were you at the Man City home game? Did you witness the crowd of that game? Unbelievable support from that. I think that's a ridiculous comment, personally. Um, Yasu says, what do you think of Tommy Asu and Partey leaving uh, for the African Cup of Nations and the Asian tournament as well? Uh, does it make it a must for players? Did Ghana qualify? I saw something about Ghana not qualifying, but I might be wrong. I haven't really been in tune with the African Cup of Nations and that Tommy Asu might be leaving for the Asian Cup as well. Um if if they lose, if we lose them, you know, we need to have the depth to deal with that if they are indeed gone. But I did, I did see something about us not having to necessarily worry about that as much this season. But I guess we'll have to wait and see. Um, Ahmed says, is there an easier way to get tickets for a foreign fan? As I always say, you do still need a membership, but you go through your um, your relevant supporter club um for your nation become a member there and a member of the club i know you have to, have to be a member of course to with arsenal to go get tickets through those official lines but sadly you you have to use the ballot system um and you have to go through your official supporters club to try and help yourself to get tickets um so there you go um Okay, um, let's go to uh, Paul. So apart from improving his all-round game, did Nketiah get Arteta's seal of approval for shutting down Lokonga in All or Nothing when he complained about game time? Uh, I think that there's a lot put on that comment that was made um, during the All or Nothing series. Um, it obviously went viral and was spread around everything. But, you know, Nketiah has always had a very, very good outlook uh, on things you know the interview that he did with the beautiful game podcast came across really well in that talked about being given opportunity and needing to be given opportunities and to be fair to him you know when he got those starts at the end of the season in 21-22 he did well for us and you know did relatively well last season when he came in for Gabriel Jesus he didn't do you know he didn't pull up trees I wouldn't say but he scored some big goals in big moments um, and ultimately, uh, I think that, you know, this season he's answering critics by scoring against Forrest. Let's hope that if he starts on Monday night that he scores again and continues to answer those critics. Um, Ham says, hey, Tom, this is actually my first time watching live as I normally listen on Spotify at the gym. Well, thank you for tuning in on Spotify and uh, and tuning in for the first time live on YouTube. It's very much appreciated. Uh, PW says, Odegaard player of the season with the weakness behind the latter games. He didn't have so many chances to excel. No agenda. Tommy's negative play and passing backwards. Zinni can't defend. KT can. Um, Zinni can defend. Um, he's not as good of a defender as other players, but I always find it really strange when people say words like, it's it, like it's binary. Like you either can or you can't defend. No, there is a spectrum of level of quality of defending. And Zinchenko is somewhere a lot that, along that spectrum of defending that's not as high as Tierney, that's not as high as Tommy Asu, I would put ahead of both of them. You know, he's more of a, a progressive passer. He's more of a midfielder type player playing left back. And that suits Arteta's style. Kieran Tierney doesn't suit Arteta's style. Sure, he can defend a bit better. And by the way, Tierney's not an amazing defensive left back. You know, he's made mistakes, does get beaten. Now, I remember when he came on against Liverpool, nearly gave away a penalty almost immediately. You know, nearly gave that penalty away and nearly cost us the entire game when he came off the bench against Liverpool at Anfield. So, you know, Tierney does get kind of raised up as kind of a better defender than Zinchenko. But he's not perfect. He's not world-class at defending. He's just better than Zinchenko, who, by the way, can defend, 
just not to as good of a standard as what other players in the team can. But to be honest, Arsenal in 90, more than 90% of their games dominate the ball, dominate possession, and having Zinchenko in there that can play to the attuned style that Arteta wants is more beneficial to us than having someone more traditional like Tierney, who sadly doesn't do what Zinchenko can do when we're on the ball. Because the fact of the matter is, is Arsenal spend in the majority of their games more time on the ball than out of possession. And so I'd rather have somebody that's better when we're with the ball, because we have more of it than we don't, than someone who is better when they're out of the ball than the other player that's of, of, that's uh, an option for us to use. Um, Fuad says, TC, do you know why Pepe has been left uh, to train on his own, but the other fringe players like Cedric, Flo, Tavares, etc., are at Colney? No, I don't. Don't know the reason as to why. Uh, Wilson says, why the hell are Chelsea sniffing around Balogun for? It would be absolutely criminal for the Gunners to sell Balogun to a rival in my opinion, I know that you're not the only one that feels that way, Wilson. I would not like to see him move to Chelsea or to Spurs. Um, but sometimes money talks. And if an offer is very, very good, it would be maybe somewhat naive of Arsenal not to consider it, especially after just one decent season in Liga. Uh, Lenny says, as a Red member, the chance of getting a match day ticket is harder than winning the lottery. Not true. Um, also, having to pay to watch pre-season games, what do you get for the membership? 10% off merch. I don't know what the membership is. Um, I don't know what you get from an Arsenal membership in terms of like uh, discounts. I don't know if you get a discount. I don't think you do. Uh, it just gives you the ability to buy tickets you get and stuff like that. Uh, I, I don't know what else. Obviously, you can watch certain things. I think you get to access to the Arsenal player, can watch press conference and stuff, but I think you don't even need a membership to do that. I think you just need to sign up on the website to be able to do that. Um, but the chances of getting a match day ticket are... Very difficult. Not as hard as win the lottery. Quite significantly, you've got a better chance than doing that because you know thousands of fans do still get the chance, whereas thousands of fans don't <laughs> win the lottery every week. But uh, it's sadly the situation that we find ourselves in. Again, I'll highlight this because of the touting, um, because of that situation. Uh, I don't think I saw a response from Matt Thornton after I asked about what would you do to change things because the old system, as Matt, you said earlier, it... it doesn't work um as i said it's not fair to everybody the old system because you have uh healthcare workers teachers that can't be waiting in a queue for three hours trying to wait to get tickets so this is a fairer way um to to do it but obviously people are going to miss out and that's just the reality if people aren't going to like me saying that i'm very well aware of that you know but that is the reality there is more people that want tickets than there are tickets to be given um GQ, difference between Nketiah and Balogun. First sign of competition for places. Balogun declared for the USA. Eddie's still trying to improve to compete for England. Could have already taken an easy route um, to, uh, is it Ghana? I assume GH. Um, Eddie, I, I'm not necessarily sure that the uh, the declaration of the nationality uh, is a sign of, um, I don't think that's Balogun taking the easy route. I think actually I had a lot of respect for Balogun choosing the United States because if we're being very, very honest, in the season in Liga where he did wait to see if he'd get a call from Gareth Southgate and didn't after being probably the most informed English striker at that time that could play for England, he didn't get called up. And so I don't blame him for picking the US because he deserved a call up to the England squad and didn't get it. So I don't think it works in the same way. And I, I don't, the attitude isn't to do with that. Um, so yeah, um, PW says, I disagree, Tom against weaker teams. We can afford to play like you said, but not against stronger teams where you need a more solid defense. Gabriel has to cover for Zinni. Um, I, 
I don't. I think that's what I said, isn't it? I, I'm swear I said that when it comes down to ninety percent of games where we dominate the ball and have more possession, you would play Zinchenko. But against teams and the ten percent of teams that we don't have the ball as much, so Man City away at Anfield sometimes, away at Old Trafford potentially, um, away at some other teams potentially Chelsea, um, then you would use somebody else. But I, I swear I said that. I don't know what you're disagreeing with, PW, to be honest. I feel like that's what I said. Um, Seb says, Tom, I watched the show last night. Great show. Great research and acquiring the old tweets from panel members. Some were very funny. I'm glad that you enjoyed it, Seb. If you want to know what Seb's talking about, go back and watch our replay of the live show that we did on the channel. Um, Twinny says, Balogun underperformed his XG by seven goals, 21 from 28 XG, while also seven of those were penalties. I doubt he gets anywhere near the amount of chances he got at Rons, um, uh for any Premier League team. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Um, Yasser says, there are a world where Balogun stays. Yeah, there is a world where Balogun stays. If no one pays the price that Arsenal want, he'll probably end up staying, but I have a feeling that eventually he will indeed move. Uh, Jalali says, the issue with the ticket system is that some people will never get close to a game. There is no way in unless you have a top-tier membership, which is which is a closed club. There needs to be more balance. The problem is, with that, is that we have, obviously, the tiered systems of red, silver, gold, diamond, and I think there is only a certain number of silver and gold tickets or memberships available. And then you have to go on a waiting list to get those memberships, I think, now. Um, I get why you think that's not necessarily fair um, in some ways. I, I I really do. But I'd love for solutions. You know, people are very easy to point the finger at the club and say, this isn't good enough. You need to do better. There needs to be a better system. But if people can come up with a better system and still tackle the touting problem, which needs to be tackled, and make it fair for everybody to get tickets, either those that are 10 minutes away from the stadium or those that are coming over to watch for their first ever game because they love the club as much as anyone else, you know, in 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 the vicinity of the ground, you know, you need to make it fair across everybody. So feel free to throw some strategies at me, but I'd rather have solutions than finger pointing. Uh, Burns says, are we one of the only clubs that do the balance system? I just moved to the UK once to know if I could get an away game ticket without doing the balance system at other Prem clubs. Um, I don't know, actually. I don't know enough about other clubs about how they do their ticketing systems if we're the only club that do have a ballot system. Um, so I don't know is the answer to the question. As I always say, for those that are abroad, make sure you get in contact with your supporters club, the official one uh, that's linked to the club always. Um, GQ says, Eddie had a free ticket to the World Cup and didn't choose to go. Fair play to him. Yeah, I, again, I don't think it's a criticism of Balogun that he chose the US at all. I mean, he was born there for starters, you know. Um, so I don't think that that isn't necessarily a, a kind of a cop-out that he chose the US. I think he was snubbed by England wrongly and fair play to him for choosing the United States. I think he could have played for a couple of other nations as well, but chose the US, which actually, you know, the chances of him being as successful with the US as he would have been if he had potentially got some caps with England is much lower. So fair play to him in some ways for choosing the US. I quite like that. Um, let's go to Tuta says, Morning, Tom. Which player do you think Arsenal can get on loan to cover for Timber's injury? I'm not sure about a loan, Tuta. I really don't. I, I just don't know what loan player is going to be good enough to bring in. And that's a really sad state of affair because it would be a really good way of bringing in some player and some quality. But I don't know if there is an option on loan good enough to bring out, I know people say Cancelo, but it seems that he really wants Barcelona. 
So it's tricky. Um, Jimbo says it carries over, though, because my friend has got Spurs game tickets and he applied when we faced Wolves at the end of last season. I, so it might, I, I, when you say it carries over, um, so if we faced Wolves at the end of last season, that's when he applied for those tickets. I guess I don't know. I don't know the system. I'm not. I don't go through that same system because obviously I'm. I go through press, so I, I'm in a different thing. But um, which I know for some people must be like sitting there going, "Well, it's easy for you because obviously you, you go to the games for work," and I do, and I don't say that for granted. But I'm also trying to be representative for the supporters that you know have never been to a game at the same time and, you know, in my opinion, are as entitled to, as anyone else. If someone's been going for 10 years off a red membership, in my opinion, you're just as entitled to go to a game as somebody that's going to their first game. Season ticket holders are different. You know, you have a season ticket, you've had the season ticket forever, that's your season ticket. That's just football. But memberships-wise, you know, if you've never had a problem getting tickets and you've been going through the dark times and the bad times and now you feel as though this is unfair because you sat through some really difficult periods and someone else is coming in now wanting a ticket and didn't go through those periods, I get why that would be frustrating. I do empathise with that. But at the same time, you have to accept that there's people that are, you know, just old enough to get tickets for the first time that weren't around during those darker periods and couldn't go to games during those darker periods. There's also people that felt that they were voting with their feet, that they chose not to go because they didn't appreciate the way the club was being run. And I have to respect that point of view as well. So it is a delicate debate and a delicate discussion. Um, so, yeah, uh, boss, press, it doesn't work that way. You don't get tickets uh, for press. It's, it's like accreditation. It's, it's done through a different route. Um and one song soup says, unfortunately, this is why ticket talents exist. I mean, ticket talents exist, not because Arsenal are using a ballot system. Ticket talents exist because there is a demand for tickets, you know, and people are willing to pay more than what the tickets actually cost. We've spent years at Arsenal protesting, campaigning for ticket prices to come down. But the problem is, is that there are people, plenty of people out there that are willing to pay more to get a ticket. And touts exist because of this fact. And that is simply why. Because people are willing to pay a tout to get a ticket. And they're willing to pay more to go. So for all of that campaign, the irony, you know, the irony in it all is that all of that campaigning to try and get ticket prices more accessible to fans has actually made the entire thing a lot harder for people to get tickets because now more people can afford them, which means more people want to go, which means there are less tickets available, which means touts exist because they're willing to pay. Some people are willing to pay more. So there is a great irony about the whole um, protesting of ticket prices because actually it's uh, completely indirectly. And, you know, I'm not saying that it was bad to campaign or protest against the ticket prices. It was. And ticket prices should be made available to as many pieces uh, people as possible. And that's why it was right to, to always campaign for more accessible ticket prices. But yeah, there there is an irony, you know, about it. So uh, it's difficult to, to you know, to, to, to not feel that way. Um, let's go. How do the touts get tickets, says Barry? Uh, a lot of it, from my understanding, is that they have long-standing memberships. Um, they might have season tickets. Um, they might, you know, they might end this season, I suppose, the touts enter the ballot system. And if they get the tickets through the ballot system, then they, they try and pass them on. But Arsenal's digital ticketing system is designed also to stop the transfer of tickets, which I know for some people has also become a problem because, 
you know, they might have a season ticket or they might have a membership and they get tickets, but they can't go to the games. They want to pass that on to a friend and they can't because the only way you can pass a ticket on is through the exchange. And I would say, again, the exchange is another good place to try. I know, again, it's still difficult, but it's another option to use the ticket exchange as well. Um, But the, the touting is what has caused this. And when I walk to games, I see the touts. Every time I walk to an Arsenal game, the touts are there. Anyone want tickets, buying, selling tickets? You know, that's what you hear as you walk toward the stadium. And I always say that I feel as though it's really easy to... And I might be wrong because I'm not involved in the legalities and the policing of a game. But having undercover people walk into war games around fans, they spot touts. Surely it would be really easy to pick them out on it, you know? Um, but I don't know. There might be obstacles stopping that from happening. So I, I don't know. But it's part of, uh, literally, it's part of a daily or rather weekly walk to the stadium is that they are, you will encounter touts. You know, you will just encounter them because you will hear them saying tickets. Anyone got tickets, buying, selling? You know, it's just part and parcel of a walk to the ground. So, you know, it's not exactly like they're covert, you know, in any way. They're pretty overt. Uh, in what they do so you think it would be able to be easily tackled uh, Wilson says do you think that Arsenal need another midfielder to add more quality and depth in that position um, no I don't I think that we've got we're well stocked in midfield actually I think a defender and a forward is, is a lot more needed at the moment um, Lenny says I don't see what's wrong with Balogun choosing the US uh, England don't want him anyway exactly that's kind of where I sat uh, that's what I agree with um, Joe Ali says it's really a symptom of our own success the ticket tick issue more demands when we are a better team that's the silver lining yeah I guess that is the silver lining is that we're better you know and that you know, I'm glad I'd rather you know I'd rather we're in a situation where less people are getting tickets and Arsenal are more successful you know I'd rather that than more people are getting tickets, but Arsenal aren't as good. You know, the, the, the ultimate win is that we are better. You know, that's that's it. Um, <laughs> I'm not reading that out because it's that's ridiculous. Uh, Baze Tom says, great show, Tom. Have a great weekend. Thanks, mate. Uh, Paul says, I'm a season ticket holder, but no, the old system didn't work. I bought my seat for a League Cup game, got to the stadium only to find my ticket wasn't valid. A tout had managed to sell my seat. So... There you go. Uh, Guna76 says, do other big clubs have the same problem as Arsenal regarding tickets and touts? I don't know. You'll have to ask them. I haven't done enough research outside of Arsenal. I've done a lot of research with Arsenal and spoke to fans and spoke to the club, but I haven't done the outside Arsenal thing as of yet. Uh, Lynn says, wouldn't a block system be fairer so that names are recorded and that the way that names are rotated and Arsenal can see if a fan is getting tickets more frequently? That is something that I don't think is too bad of an idea, Lynn. You know, is that Maybe once you've got, uh, maybe someone who gets a ticket for one game, they can't re-enter the ballot for the next game, if you know what I mean. If they win a ticket one week, they have one week off. Um, If you win a ticket, you can't win it the following week. Maybe that's fairer. Some people might disagree. You know, if you're getting, you know, very lucky in the ballot system and you got, you know, you got a ticket and then you weren't able to do it the, the following week, you'd maybe say, well, that's not fair. It should be the same amount of chance every week for every person, which I, again, have have empathy for that point of view. But I don't think that's too bad of an idea at all, Lynn. You know, I think that maybe there should be a block system where someone who gets a ticket is then blocked from getting a ticket for the next game or the next two games, you know, to make it fairer, to give more people opportunities to go. Maybe that should be the way forwards. I don't know, but it's definitely an idea. Um, 
And Jimbo says, you shouldn't give up. Always do try and sign up for the ballot system. You never know. You might get one. Absolutely. Uh, MM says, can the Emirates expand or is it at maximum capacity? It could expand in the sense that when they built the Emirates, they could have, I think, added another 10,000 odd seats, but they've extended the leg room for supporters. And so that took away the potential for 10,000 more seats. So I guess they could, but it would be a major undertaking to then change the entire interior of the stadium. I think you'd I think it would be such a major job that arguably it would you'd have to have a season or two off just to add those tickets and maybe the cost wouldn't actually equal the benefit financially for the club to do that and they have to work in that sense. So even though internally maybe you could expand or increase the capacity I just don't think financially it's beneficial enough for Arsenal to try and do that. Um Samira says, uh, so do you think we're going to sign any players? If yes, which? Uh, I'm hopeful. I think defence is probably the most likely. Um, but I'd love to see another forward come in as well. But I don't think that that is sadly going to happen. Anyway, thank you so much, guys. Uh, really appreciate your time. As always, we're going to round the show off there. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you've had a really, really good start to your weekend. I hope you had a great Friday night. I hope you enjoy the rest of the weekend as well and the football that's going to be on offer for us. Um, so yeah, have a fantastic day. And uh, I will see you tomorrow morning. Make sure that you catch up on the live podcast replay on YouTube if you haven't done so already. Certainly worth a watch. Gives you a bit of an idea about what you missed if you weren't able to go, as we will hope to do more of these in the future. Uh, thank you to everybody that's listened. And uh, stay safe, stay well, and as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90-plus minute. All your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.